what's up what's up what's going on everybody you are tuned in to the Del C show and I'm your host Del C today is April 5th 2021 I already kind of I was not in the mood to really celebrate this is my 101 episode um, unfortunately, I decided to do a show, a short show for Saturday because it was necessary. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody has heard the news already. And if you have it, then you're going to hear it right here on the Del C show. DMX, um, suffered a heart attack due to a overdose um so right now DMX remains in the grave uh, in grave condition at a hospital in White Plains in New York now this was the last report I heard this was on Good Morning America um so you know a few people have uh Missy Elliott Ja Rule uh couple other people have sent their prayers out as well as fans as well as you know I posted something up um buckshot from 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 um boot camp click and you know from you know what I'm saying black moon had posted something up a lot of rappers and just everybody reached out to, um, you know, spread their love, send their prayers, you know, because DMX is, is, is a big deal in hip hop, you know, um, since the nineties, he's, um, the thing is he's, um, push the envelope because during the time of the bling bling and all that shit DMX came with that street shit you know what I'm saying that gutter shit that was needed he said let's take it back to the streets motherfucker you know and the video was shot in the tunnel the tunnel in New York um but there's so many stories on DMX and 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 uh, the Saturday show I was talking about when I got to finally see him in concert, never met the man in person, and I'm praying that he will overcome this. I'm praying that he will overcome this, and um, um, Yonkers police are looking to uh, charge a drug dealer, drug dealer who sold DMX tainted drugs with murder. So. They, these people will be charged if he dies. You know, this is something that even Dr. Umar Johnson said, uh, the uh, leads up to DMX's support team. We can't be losing our brother. You know, and, you know, of course, his real name is Earl Simmons, but he goes by the name of DMX. Um, 
he has been struggling with drug addiction for a while and as I told you the sad truth about that is that a friend of his um, somehow snuck these drugs into his and, and gave it to him and he didn't know that uh, what it was and ever since then he's been hooked on that you know um, unfortunately he's been battling with this for a very very long time I pray that God spares his life gives him another chance he goes out there and do what God really wants him to do with his with his talent with his gift because when you hear him on all his um, albums he gives a you know his words and his words and his prayer prayers um, interludes or whatever you want to call them he started off that way with giving his prayers at the beginning of at the beginning and the end of each of his you know he's he's even done it on other people's um, projects he even went to Kanye West's church and speak there. So, I mean, a lot of people, um, there's a lot of good in this man. A lot of good in him. We, you know, we all make mistakes in life, you know. But does he deserve another chance? Absolutely, because he's been through hell, you know. But he's always shared his love for God and respect for God. And um, he has, I feel that he has so much more to do um, on this earth. But, um, yeah, today is, um, I'm going to, what I'm going to do today is play two new, two new songs from two female artists. One, I, um, I know, you know, got to know a little bit. We talked and we still reach out to each other. Um, just trying to give a little support when I can to all the artists, of course, um, and there's a new female artist that um, I began following. And um, I, I wanted to see what her music was about. So I'm going to play those and I'm going to come back. But today, I'm also, I also got a hold of, um, finally was able to download some of the unheard, unheard shows or, or whatever. So... I will be playing those after the music. So after you hear that, you're going to hear um, a few unheard shows, unreleased shows that I could not play at the time. Then now I can play at the time. So you'll hear that right after the music. And then, of course, I'll get into some of the newer topics of today. So what I'll do, 
like I said, what I'll do is play some, play the brand new music now, one from Babs and one, I, um, I don't like messing people's names up, so, I'm just gonna play her music for today, I wanna say Genuine Monster, but I could be wrong. But she has a song called um, The Boss. And um, Babs has a song called What's Up, What's Up, What's Up. So I'm going to play that. And then I'm going to get into... I had a show that was on based on the whole um, New York experience. So I'm going to get into that. And then I'm going to get into also... Um, a recording of me speaking on the George Floyd situation and speaking to America. So that, I'm going to give you a warning, is going to get very emotional because um, I am passionate about um, mostly all my topics, but when it comes to situation with police brutality and how we are treated... I do tend to get very emotional. So I'm, I'm just giving y'all a heads up on that. But anyways, I'm going to get into the, to, to the music now. So um, I'll be back. Keep it locked. Got a few topics. Also going to be talking about the the uh, Isley Brothers versus Earth, Wind & Fire. That was a classic. I didn't finish seeing the whole thing. I'm going to try to, if I can today, is to sit and actually watch the whole entire verses because I had to leave out to go to work but anyways I'm talking too much I'll come back um y'all keep it locked like I said listen to the new music and the new artists I'm like, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? 
Trapping a band that was vacant. I'm either joking or serving a patient. Loving the picture I'm painting. Switch on my flow like I'm switching locations. Yeah, double, double 07 when I get to aiming. Also, pretty boy shit. About to walk up in this party, take a nigga bitch. Rolling big ass blunts, drinking liquor in this bitch. Got plenty hoes on my dick, they wanna lick. Ayy, she on my dick. Quick 
supersonic Now I made a come up, isn't it ironic? Do the ditty, pop a milli Bob the head, now go get silly Do the ditty, pop a milli Bob the head, I'm the boss Do the ditty, pop a milli Bob the head, now go get silly I said do the ditty, pop a milli Bob the head, now go get silly don't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, don't stop. What's up, what's up everybody, tune back in, I'm about to get back into the topics, so Justin Bieber faces backlash for including Martin Luther King's Jr.'s quote on the album Justice, um, words and speeches of Dr. King, now this is, um, of course, this is the quote from Martin Luther King, <clears throat> It's called Injustice Anywhere. Injustice Anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So I don't, I really don't know what the problem is with that. You know, I'm not the biggest Justin Bieber fan, especially what I heard of, uh, you know, a YouTube video that surfaced around many years ago when he was singing a song talking about, you know, the N-word, the N-word over and over again. So that was the beginning of his career. And um, I did not appreciate that. A lot of people choose to still listen to them. That's, That's our problem. We like giving everybody passes and, you know, let them disrespect us and we make excuses for them. But me personally, I will never play that motherfucker's music on my show. But I guess, I mean, I'm trying to figure out more into this. Why they, why is this actually a problem? I mean, I'll at least give him a little bit of credit of trying to do something positive or, you know, I think... Martin Luther King's daughter, one of his daughters, I guess the only surviving daughter left, appreciated what he was trying to do. So I really got to hear this song, but I I definitely ain't playing the shit on on here. But um, it's not about him being a talented artist or nothing, nothing like that. You know what I mean? I just feel like like a lot of these some of these artists He is very overrated, very overrated, you know, they make it like he's the best thing since sliced bread, you know what I'm saying, and come on, you know, there's other talented people out there, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not taking his his, uh, talent away from him, it's just that I don't fuck with his music like that, I don't, you know, 
Um, like I said, ever since that shit surfaced years ago, I couldn't fuck with his shit. I can't fuck with his shit. And the fact that Usher signed him, it was a battle between Justin Timberlake and Usher, who was going to be able to get the rights to sign this kid. He was discovered on YouTube. But also, like I said, you got to check out... You got to check out that video and it's still surfacing around everywhere. And the only excuses y'all gonna make is that he was young. He didn't know any better. But, you know, who's to say that he ain't thinking like this now? You know what I mean? We, we give people, like I said, we give some people the passes too many times when the signs are there. So if he slips up again, are we gonna excuse him again knowing his past? Are we going to just accept it? Speaking of past and speaking of future, no, let's hope there ain't no fucking future with this fucking guy. Donald Trump is launching his own social media platform. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Now, the idiots are going to definitely, when whatever he, wherever he's setting his platform up at, you rest assured that all his followers are going to follow his dumb ass on there. Oh, my God. And, oh, my God. It just doesn't stop, does it? The madness just doesn't stop. Speaking of that, police mistook a Mexican man as the gunman in Georgia's uh, spa. You know, the guy that went on this shooting spree. In Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, ring a bell. That motherfucker that was just having a bad day. How the hell can y'all mistake him for the Mexican, for the Mexican man as the gunman in Georgia? They're, they're trying to be funny, right? They're trying to be funny with that shit. So what are you trying to say? He ain't locked up. He's walking the streets. It wouldn't be a surprise. Because remember, like that stupid ass cop said, he's having a bad day. How many of us want to have a bad day like he did and see if we don't take our ass to jail? See if we don't get killed for having a bad day. Boy, oh boy, oh boy! It must be a it must be a great thing to be privileged. And I know a lot of people get upset when that word is used, but you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Um. Anyways, LeBron James is definitely out with high ankle spring I know uh, DeMarco I know you're not a fan of uh, of LeBron James um, but I happen to be so I hope that he recovers and um, that's it get better we need you back in the game okay so I want y'all to check this out Joey Badass 
calls out Disney World after the park refuses to get his autistic cousin to enter without a mask. Okay, 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 okay. Now, 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 now see, this is when, okay, okay, I get it. Your cousin is autistic. Um, I don't know what Joey Badass is trying to look uh, this as. Is it a is it a racial thing? Is it a you know if the rules applies to everyone to wear a mask? This is when that question comes in, and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but shouldn't even special needs or so people I hope nobody gets offended when I say special needs because they need special treatment motherfuckers I'm not going to call him a retard he ain't a retard um not going to use those type of stupid words um but I get it your cousin is autistic Joey badass but guess what If you were Joe Smo, you would get that treatment. You are just a human being. Are you using your celebrity to, you know, and I'm I'm not being an asshole, like I said. Um I don't know how people are gonna look at this when they I mean this you know how they're going to respond to this situation right here. Do you think that Disney was wrong to not let Joey Badass Cousin enter without a mask? Now this brings up those questions. Everybody has to wear a damn mask. That is the requirement. I remember this lady tripping on the bus. Uh... Saturday as I was leaving from New York she said is it's against the law it's non-negotiable if you do not put the mask on you will not you will be removed from the Amtrak train so this is why I asked the question that I asked does Joey badass have an argument here or what or should he just have told his cousin to put the mask on? Or he could have put the mask on. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. Unless there was other people walking in there without no damn mask on, then you have an argument. But if the rule requires you to wear the damn mask, you got to put it on. So they sh- you should have put your mask on your on your cousin so that you can go in there. Now, if it would have been some other type of shit, some discrimination type of shit, then yes, you have all right to get upset. But if that's the only issue, then we got to really look into this. We can't be so quick to want to fight about everything unless it's necessary. Because most of the time it is necessary. This situation here, everybody's going to probably look at this situation different. 
should it be the fact that because his cousin had has um he's his cousin is autistic should he he or she without you know the requirements is you got to wear a mask you know that's the rule everywhere you go now you got to wear a damn mask so if they're saying we cannot let him enter him or her enter without a mask do you have the right to get upset it should not excuse you should not be excused if you want to be like now this is the thing people always talk about they how they want to be treated they don't want to be treated like you know they want to be treated like everybody else so guess what young man or young lady i don't know because it just says cousin you cannot get on you cannot come in here without a mask on it's not about your condition it has nothing to do with your condition. Now, this is a privilege thing. Now, you should get special privilege because you're, um, this is when people are going to probably look at me as an asshole, but I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just stating the facts. Just because you're autistic doesn't mean you should be allowed to come in there without a mask because somebody might get offended somebody might say why doesn't that person have a mask on they're not going to hear they're not going to want to hear that person's autistic they still should have a mask on you know but you know it all depends how that person is and how you know what it does to them now some people can't wear the mask but all of that needs to be explained and somehow it needs to be a way that they are protected so people don't so people won't get nervous and won't get offended that that person is not wearing a damn mask and as simple as that and um, I'm not trying to be an asshole I understand where Joey Badass is coming from but you got to understand the rules as well, you know? So no, I really, no, I'm not going to, okay. I'm not going to say I understand where Joey Badass is coming from because that doesn't, this doesn't really sound like an issue. It seems like an issue that could, that could have been resolved if he just made his cousin put his mask on. That's if everybody else, if everybody else didn't have a mask on, that would be a problem. But if everybody had to wear a mask, no exception, no exception, no matter what your condition is, you should have to put on a mask too. If you have Down syndrome, if you have any of that, still you should be required to put a mask on because there will be people that will be offended. And I'm and I apologize to anybody that might feel offended what I'm saying I'm not even trying to be funny I'm just being I'm just stating the facts you see those signs everywhere you cannot be served without a mask on I'm not even going to keep dragging this keep talking about it that's my only point that I'm trying to make and this is a question to people listening to this do you think Joey Badass cousin should have been allowed 
to go, I guess they went to Disney, should be allowed to go in Disney without a mask on, knowing that the person has, um, is uh, autistic. If those are the rules, I'm saying, shouldn't that a rule, shouldn't that rule apply to his cousin as well? That's all I'm going to say on that. And I'm moving forward. Um, Kid Cudi misses Kendrick Lamar like the rest of us. Um, there was word that Kendrick was sick or whatever. And I pray that he recovers if he is. And um, yes, of course, we want to hear more music from Kendrick. The last time I heard music from Kendrick was actually on Busta Rhymes' song. Um with a sample from uh, Michael Jackson. I'll be there whenever you need me. I'll be there, whatever. Um, But it was dope. You know, it was Kendrick at his best. So yes, we do miss Kendrick. Hopefully he'll be coming back with a new album. He won't take long like like Rihanna's taken to come out with an album. Hopefully it'll be coming soon. Um, Tina Turner's documentary tells such a hollowing awful story that becomes inspiring yes I still didn't check out um, her her uh, bio her documentary it's not a biopic it's a documentary about her life as she talks through it as she shows clips of her performances I've seen some of it it looks like it's going to be really good I'm a big I'm a big uh, Tina Turner fan from way back in the days um And yeah, so on Monday afternoon, March 15, Wheezy tweet, fuck the Grammys. It's unclear what actually prompt the message. The weekend he was going, the weekend said he was going to boycott the Grammys because they did not nominate his album after hours. So, you know, now Lil Wayne performed on the Grammys with T.I. with with um, even before that with Robin Thicke he performed two songs with him on the Grammys okay so with T.I. with, with Lil Wayne I mean Lil Wayne I'm, I'm talking about Lil Wayne the fuck am I talking about Lil Wayne and Kanye West I want to say they did no one has swagger like us so it had it was Jay-Z T.I. and Kanye West those were the I want to say those were the ones that were on that song then he did a song with Eminem I want to say they did forever um the song with um Drake on it and um he was there of course and everybody else, but I'm trying to remember that. But anyways, a lot of people have had issues with the Grammys, uh, as you know, Jay Z, Kanye West, uh, a couple other people. Um, but they all still come on the damn show. So, are you really saying fuck the Grammys, or at that moment, because whatever reason? But I, I'm. I'm still shocked. I'm telling you, I, I keep talking about this, but I'm still shocked that Nas actually won the Grammys. 
Um, I, I am planning to play this artist. I don't know if I'm going to play him today. His name is Little Terry. And I'm going to play some of his music as always. I like playing new artist music. New to y'all. New to me. You know. So I like playing the independent artists. You know, everybody's listening to this worldwide. As always, I like to thank the people for tuning in. It's, yeah, it's not the end of the show yet. I'm going to play a little more music and then come back. Then I'm going to end the show. But uh, that's pretty much it for the topic, y'all. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, cool. can't wait till that Mahalia Jackson movie comes out. Um, there's a lot of biopics coming out. Um, there's probably more in works. Trust me. I heard about the Jodeci one that they're trying to make happen. I don't know how soon that is. I heard that there was going to be a BBD one. I, I heard talk of that since last year. So I don't know if that's going to happen. You heard the Bobby Brown story. You you um, so that just I wonder if that means Ralph Tresman is going to do his story, even though his story was kind of new addition because. Maury Starr and them wanted him to be a solo artist. They didn't really want the rest of them. From from what my understanding, if it what if it wasn't true, they would have had something against it. They tried, but Ralph was so loyal to them. That's why he has the attitude that he has now, and he has every right. He has every right. People can get mad all they want, but Ralph was the lead singer of the new edition. Yeah, you know. Bobby can sing, Ricky Bell can sing, but they had him doing all the singing. The, I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking about like whoever was managing them or whoever was producing the music, they made Ralph sing a lot more. I know it made Bobby feel a certain way. Maybe it probably even made Ricky Bell feel a certain way, but Bobby Brown came out first on that, you know, but... Yeah, anyways, like I was saying, I don't want to get too much off the topic. That means, if, like I said, if Belle Bib DeVoe is going to do their story, then of obviously Ralph and Johnny Gale have to do theirs. You know, it would only be right since Bobby started it off because Bobby, Bobby was the first one to go solo out of New Edition. Even though, you know, Johnny Gale was a solo artist for many years. He did a lot of songs with, with uh, Stacy Lattisaw. And uh, he had his own solo career going on. And uh, they thought that Ralph was going to leave. And Ralph said, I'm not ready to leave yet. You know, and they got to get to know each other better. And they had a lot of respect for each other. As Bobby Brown did for... Because Bobby Brown already knew who Johnny Gale was. He wasn't coming in to replace. Jo- he wasn't coming in to p- replace Bobby. They just needed a. They just needed another singer, you know. And Johnny Gale happened to be available. But anyways, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of biopics coming out. And um, obviously, damn, I got some news. Johnny Depp got his house broken into again. Um, but he's also doing a movie based on, I think, the detective that was trying to solve the murder of um, Tupac and Biggie. But he's going to focus more, I guess, on Biggie's death or whatever, which still is a mystery. 
Tupac was obvious. We already know who killed him. But, you know, they have an idea who killed Biggie. But he claimed that he knew who killed Biggie. He knew it was an inside... He was an inside job with the cops. He didn't believe it was a gang member that did this. And but what he, like I said, what people don't realize is Shug had connections with some cops that were also Bloods, if that makes any sense. He paid for Bloods to be around them. So the situation that happened with Suge's boy when Diddy's, one of Diddy's boys killed you know Suge's boy that heat was on, so it's like okay, y'all, you know who Baby Lane is they're responsible for taking out Tupac, so we gonna take this motherfucker out too, I think that's how they was looking at it so somebody took two somebody took Biggie out because somebody took Tupac out there was a there was Bloods I mean not Bloods there was Crips because Baby Lane was a Crip so but anyways can't wait to get into the bios I hope they're gonna do some good ones no more disappointment there was some good ones as I mentioned but there's also some that were I have not seen this this uh this um Aretha Franklin one yet haven't seen this one I am gonna check it out I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest with you even though the family did not approve of it I just want to see how it how how they did it it looked good. I'm not even gonna lie, but if it's but if they didn't give the approval to do it, I don't think they should have did it. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play some music and then I'm gonna come back to end the show. Y'all keep it locked. Visualize what it is, not what it isn't We at the mafia table next to the kitchen Eating Michelin star, counting a million Look, hood theories On a Rothstein, rig the World Series Gotti ran every union in the city NAS do it B.I.G. like Biggie Leading like Huey Newton did Nigga, that's how official the revolution is Feds holding cameras up and they zooming in Don't be surprised when niggas show you they true intent Ruthless, they'll tie up your wife and kid Why you talking on Clubhouse, the gun's out This ain't an audio chat, boy, this audio crack Social media platforms, they ratting on Facebook, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon Some say it's Babylon Took the property over since Hampton gone Who said we couldn't get cast as long, last as long Platinum cars with our ratchets on Laid back, ox blood, seats with the hazards on EPMD, we back in business I visualize what it is, not what it isn't We at the mafia table next to the kitchen Eating Michelin star, counting a million Mercy Lago mob flow, 20 Chevy Tahoes Then I'm sitting low, I am not hiding no Condos are different time zones Way before y'all was double cupping the styrofoam 
come on, done. Had to lay it down in lamest terms. Yeah. Want me to turn up a notch to say the word? Yeah. Hit told me to chill, just lay the verse. You know my thoughts get crazy, think about shit from the 80s. Bucket like Tom Brady, ballin' like Kyrie and Katie. Will had the medallion, emblem of a Mercedes. Way before Michael Mary, when all the Nikes with pennies. Killin' niggas for sneakers, had to skate through the envy. Supreme sold for a few billy. If I sell my masters, I need a trilly. It was go get it, now it's gimme. And we ain't relying on no stimmies. EPMD, we back in business. I visualize what it is, not what it isn't. We at the mafia table next to the kitchen. Eating Michelin star, counting a million. Mob shit. Legitimate. You couldn't even calculate this shit. Yeah. Unsurmountable shit. Yeah. What's up, what's up, what's up, I'm back, I'm back, yeah, let me turn this shit off for a minute, still watching, still watching the Raekwon and the Ghostface versus battle, they doing their thing, they having a good time with it, that's, 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 that's the main thing right there, man, kind of wish that we would do something like that in Boston, where we can do a versus, um, of course, not a not a lot of people are gonna know the music, but for the but for the ones that do know the music, or just want to hear the music, that would be good. It'd be me and Ray Ray Savage against whoever from Boston or wherever, and we put our music against their music, or whatever the case is. That would be dope. But anyways. Miami sets early curfew, spring break, crowds, fights. Um, as Silk, Sonic, Bruno Mars, and Anderson Parks, doors open at number one on the hot R&B, R&B songs. So I guess they made number one on the charts for the R&B songs. Uh, stimulus checks are arriving, but many Americans say the help isn't enough. Shit, I didn't even get my fucking stimulus check yet. Some people already got their shit. Um, you know, it ain't gonna do shit. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? 1400 ain't shit. I could pay half, half of, half of the money would be gone once I pay my fucking rent with that shit. So yeah, that ain't, that ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? I mean, I'm I work so much, you know what I'm saying, that that shit ain't nothing to me. But if you don't have no money or nothing like that, I guess that's good for you. But I don't depend on shit like that. I don't depend on government shit, you know what I'm saying? Or that's all money anyways for those of us that do work. But the ones that don't, y'all motherfuckers getting free money. I'm saying you never worked a day of your life. I'm not saying you might be laid off or whatever your situation is, but I'm talking about you motherfuckers that never worked a damn day in your life and 
you getting all this fucking money knowing your ass don't deserve it and I'm not talking about people with special needs or or disabilities or whatever I'm talking about you motherfucking lazy ass motherfuckers that don't do a damn thing and you get this money that shit need to stop right there but you know what I'm gonna get into the whole New York thing the bosses Boston versus New York thing. I'm going to get into all that shit in a minute. But anyways, let me get into this shit right now. So, French Montana and Rowdy Rebel. I never even heard of this person. Nap on uh, CJ's Wapti NYC remix. Now, a lot of people saying that this guy's a phony. He's not really, you know what I'm saying, a drill rapper and this and that. And, you know, I heard that that Wapti song caught my attention. Actually, I heard it off of uh, TikTok. You know what I'm saying? That's the funny thing about that. I heard it off TikTok, and I'm just like, okay. L.A. Reid on meeting Babyface, sitting, setting up LA, L.A. Face Records in Atlanta signing in signing TLC so uh, I guess he was sitting down talking to somebody about that but anyways never mind all that I'm gonna get into listen I love visiting other places but it's no place like home and when I say this is no uh, no disrespect to New York so I'm sorry but not sorry Harlem, I visit Harlem, the Bronx, Brooklyn, uh, Manhattan, Queens, uh, Jamaica, Queens. I don't think we've seen Creedon Bridge yet. Um, we've seen a few things. I was seeing Coney Island. I've seen Yankee Stadium. You know, uh, the MJ mural that was dope and we seen another mural by the um, judge of uh, I gotta get her name you know much respect to the living legends that lived in New York the Jay-Z's, the Nas the Big Daddy Kane's KRS-One Cool G Raps the, the, the Slick Rick's Melly Mel, we gotta start off with Melly Mel, Curtis Blow, uh, um, Cool Herc, uh, I, 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 I didn't mention that, you know, from all over, all of MC Light to MC Shan to, to Roxanne, Shantae, Sal, to Salt and Pepper, to... Man, the list goes on. Respect to all of them, man. But we're not. T- I'm not talking about music right now. I'm talking about something serious. Um, the music is serious, but I'm saying like life and death type of serious. Respect to those artists. Respect to the actors that lived in New York. Respect to the activists that lived in New York. Respect to them. But this is my problem. And even the ones that's not here, obviously, the Biggies and the Big L's and the 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 ODBs and I can go on. 
but I don't see I really don't see what the hype is with New York and and and, and don't get mad I'm from Boston we're not perfect either by a long shot so I'm gonna say some things so I don't want y'all to get upset but that's you know there's racism everywhere obviously New York even more Eric Gardner Sean Bell and many others in the city they don't care I seen that I'm walking around certain parts of New York and I'm seeing I'm going to talk about the homeless situation over there it's very bad it's very bad everywhere because it's very bad over here as well where it's just so out of control and ain't nobody doing a damn thing about it um there has been a history also of racism here in Boston as well I work around racism but Boston versus New York as far as the rivalry between the teams the Red Sox the Yankees New York Knicks versus the Celtics they ain't touching Um, and I'm not even in the sports like that I'm really not really not but I have there are many issues that I have that I see in New York you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I know somebody that calls New York their second home. If for whatever reasons, he has his personal reasons why he thinks that. Me personally, I haven't found a second home yet. Boston has always been my home. No, it's not perfect, but I'm more or less talking about family. I'm not talking about the people here in Boston. The mayors here in Boston. Some were good, some weren't. What can I say? Our talent, we have talent here, but we have a lot of hating going on here. Fake ass unity that I always call about as far as the music. You know, we have good athletes here. We have good actors that come from Boston. Athletes. So we have all that. But, okay, getting back. My issues with New York, too many homeless people, as I just said. They're on the subway. I seen one guy get up. He was laying down. The three of us. Because it was only three of us that went on this New York trip. There was supposed to be four of us. But I see this guy get up. He's laying down with a sheet wrapped around him like like if he's at home. But obviously that is his home because he's homeless. He has nowhere to go. So he gets up. There's a trash can, trash barrel there. He gets up and pisses inside the trash barrel. No cops in sight. Nobody said shit. You know, but I'm saying to myself, if this was Boston, this guy would have been arrested. So you already know right off the bat that 
this shit is out of control. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. And when the police handle the situation, they don't handle it so well. You're not going to beat the guy up. He gets arrested, but, you know, anyways, he go, he, after he finished pisses, pissing, he gets, he sits right back on the bench and lay down. Now, we have different laws, obviously, than New York. New York handles people more aggressively than the police here. Because maybe because they know that if they went too far, their ass would get in trouble. And them, by a long shot, are not perfect either. They're racist here too, these cops here in Boston. But we know more about what's going on in New York because we see it on the news. What happens to a lot of people there. But anyways, we went to use the fucking bathroom. Let me tell you something. The bathroom there in New York sucks and this is not a a thing that I'm gonna dog New York out okay I'm just telling you what it is and y'all take it how you want to take it you can get offended if you want to get offended but I'm telling you facts at least the area that we were in there were no fucking bathrooms barely available we had to go across fucking half the town to get to a bathroom you know, the long ass train rides, what do you expect, you're going to, you know, and you know, some people will probably say, why didn't you drive, you're going to have to deal with the parking and all that bullshit, so anyways, we go to the movie theater to see if we can use the bathroom, don't you know these motherfuckers got to sign up to say, you cannot use the bathroom unless you're going to the movies to buy a ticket, so the guy that's with me, you know who he is. I talk about him a lot on the show. The guy that's with me said, you know, you can buy the ticket and um, you never know. You can come back. I said, bullshit. I ain't paying. I ain't paying to. I ain't paying for no motherfucking ticket to use no fucking bathroom. I was like, hell, I'll piss in the street. What you know I ain't going to do. So what I do is I just keep looking around because I damn sure was not going to pay no fucking ticket to use no fucking bathroom. So, you know, I've never, let me, I'm going to tell you, I've never had to deal with shit like that in Boston. So, this whole thing about New York is better than Boston and all that shit, which he admitted that New York has their problems, but his, like I said, his personal reason for loving New York, I don't know, it's, it's, you would have to ask him that, I, I know some of the situation, but he just has a fascination with New York, so, I mean, I can, you know, to each his own, to each his own, I don't really see what the hype is. I don't really see all that. But he's him and I'm me. You know, I'm not knocking the brother. And I'm not saying that, oh, I love Boston so much. This is where I'm from. This is what I know. And yes, I've traveled out of the country. I've traveled to different cities. I've been in California. I've been in Jersey. 
been in Philadelphia. I even went to Jamaica and planning to go to other places. I've been to Vegas. I've been, you know what I'm saying? I've been to Atlanta at some point. I've been to these places. So I'm not a stranger to other cities. And that's what I can't understand. What's so spectacular about New York? They have old stations. They are outdated when it comes to um, using cards. They're still using swipe cards when we're using tap cards. But we don't have to go through all that hassle of that. Yes, we have problems with the trains breaking down and all that. But we have newer systems. We have new train stations they still have shit that they had back in the back in the fucking 80s and the 90s. So, you know, I'm I'm just telling it like it is. I'm sorry. Um, and let's talk about those damn Amtrak expensive ass food there and drinks there. That's way overpriced, which I was not buying any of that shit. I went to CVS. I went to somewhere like that. I'll be damned if I pay seven or eight dollars for a damn bottle soda. Ten fucking dollars for it. Come get the fuck out of here. A hot dog. You pay. Come. Uh. 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 Listen. I am not paying that kind of money. So I bought my shit, and I've. And everybody else bought their shit before we even got on that Amtrak train because we knew that we were going to be paying money to get on the, to, you know, to eat that food on there. Now, we went to this nice diner. I can't even think of the name of it right now off the top of my head. It was nice. I had me an omelet. There was so many things on that menu that I wanted. The nice waffle, the Belgian waffles, the with the stand sausage bake it meant everything but I got home fries and this omelet toasted bread and the omelet had ham I asked for ham instead of bacon man it was good damn it was good but um the restrooms in Cody Island I've never been to Coney Island before. Seen all the rides, seen all that. Cool. Went to the bathroom to use it. That place reeked of piss in the stars. Nobody flushed the fucking toilets. My mother would have a fit if she knew about this. She already told me, make sure your hands are clean. Make sure your hands are sanitized. Make sure you have the mask on. If she knew the shit that was in that fucking bathroom, piss every damn way. I didn't even want to touch anything. I sent, I finally found the stall where I can use it. I didn't have a choice. It'd been better pissing outside. It was so nasty in there. They don't get like, this is the shit that, like I said to one of the guys that I was with, this is the shit that we vote for. We should be, the bathrooms, this is why people don't want to use public restrooms. This shit was disgusting though. 
every fucking stall until you got on the other side had piss inside of it like people don't know how to fucking flush the toilet. It was fucking disgusting. It was so fucking nasty. I'm getting sick even thinking about it. So again, it was nasty. Again, what is so spectacular? Again, and I'm not dogging New York, but I'm just saying it's, I don't know what all the hype is. I really don't. Besides the great music, there is, you know, I went to Harlem to see, you know, um, we took a picture of the Apollo. Obviously, the Apollo is not open at this time for, you know, because of, you know, the pandemic and all that. I don't know. But that's where they say stars are born and legends are made. That's what they say. When you watch Showtime at the Apollo, so, you know, I've been to, we, I, I think I visited about all the boroughs except Staten Island in Long Island. Those are the boroughs that I didn't see. As I said, I seen the Michael Jackson Marrow last time. Last time we were there, we seen the big pun and the biggie one. And, um, a lot of crazy shit a lot of crazy shit that was in New York I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna tell you ass that <sighs> but I'm gonna tell you it was good bonding with those two men because we go way back we go way, way back. Back in uh, um, 89, 30 years. We go back 30 fucking years. I go back with these guys. DeMarco, who who started his own... Um, started his own internet before a lot of other people did. Now my he's... Um, Jason is working on some skin product or whatever Um, but they are some traveling brothers you know I travel as well but you know they're single so they do as single guys do I've been married and this and that and all this all these years so they asked me, you know, I've been to, obviously, we, we, we did this before where I had, where I was interviewed at, and then I interviewed somebody, we did this a couple of times, we did it in Jersey, when I did the, the, um, Kings, Stop Killing Kings, um, rally, where I spoke to a few people there, so we were gonna do something like that there, but because of personal reasons, it was canceled, uh, shout out to, to uh, Mickey, shout out to Jason, and Heat, and DeMarco, NYC for inviting me to New York, yes, we were set to do that interview, but 
couldn't happen. Um, my prayers go out to Mickey's mother and his family as well. As I said the other day, we have known each other for 30 years and, and, and it wasn't easy. Friendship sometimes is tough. We've been through the ups and downs with each other. We, we, we fall off with each other. We got back on. We fell off with each other. We got back on. But Mark has been very consistent. We made, you know, is helping as much as he can. And the fact that he invited me to this is I appreciate him for doing that. Um, we did have a good time. Now, there were some times where it could have been the communication could have been better with certain things. But yes, we did have a good time. I enjoyed myself, but there was a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, a lot of crazy shit going on. You know what I'm saying? There's one thing that they didn't know. When we went to, you know, the prize, the issue, one of the issues out of this trip was the bathroom thing. Okay, we finally... Even Saturday, you know, our last day there, we would, we, you know, this time, DeMarco had to use, you know, we, we had to do what we had to do, you know. What they didn't know, as I'm going into this, not only was there, there was some crazy ass people in there just saying all kind of crazy shit. I felt like I was in a nut house or something like that. Um... This is why you can't use the public restroom. So I'm getting ready to go inside one of the bathrooms. I see this guy ass naked in the fucking bathroom. So I moved away from that door so fucking quick. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This happened in New York, New York. Um, The bathroom was full. It was just some people was like screaming crazy shit I don't know what the fuck they were screaming and um but did you know I feel that the homeless situation is bad over there to the point where nobody even pays attention to them some people I seen people giving them money they got on the tr- they were on the trains they were going through through the door or through the um they had signs up telling people not to go through the doors when the train is moving but they were still going through there there was people asking for money that were you know just out of control just out of control but you know It was fun being with those brothers. We're going to do it again. You know, of course, I wish that Russell Mills and Ray Ray Savage would be a part of this. Because, you know, they are my brothers. Look at them as my brothers, too. My younger brothers or whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, and getting people to that really don't get along to try to bring them together that's going to be tough but that trip you know there were some great things don't get me wrong there were some great things in the trip nice places that we seen 
I love, like I said, we went to Red, me and, uh, we went to Red Lobster. I haven't gone to Red Lobster since so long that I really appreciated that. Jason wanted to go there, and I said, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Instead of getting me a lobster, I got, like, some type of shrimp. I love shrimp, by the way. Any kind of shrimp is good to me. But I went there, enjoyed the food, enjoyed the places we went. There was just, in between everything, there was just, you know, a little bit of craziness. You know what I mean? But that's everywhere. You can't avoid that. Whether it's Boston, New York, Jersey, or wherever, there's always going to be some type of craziness. You know? But the subways, I would say that New York needs to step their subways up. The shit is rusted. It's, it, you know, it gets around. Yeah, I'm not saying that it doesn't work, but they need, they need to upgrade. The subways need an upgrade. And I bet you if I mentioned this to a New York person, they would probably agree with me. They need an upgrade. Boston gets upgrades. You know, even though they shit, we, our shit break down sometimes. We get upgrades, brand new fucking rides, you know, but we have an issue. We have our issues. Boston has their issues like any other city. But I will never turn my back on Boston. Never turn my back on Boston. And when I say that is because not be so much of everything else, but it's because this is where my family is, man. You know, when Biggie said, I live out there, so don't go there, that's how I feel. They love their city, right? So I love my city. You know what I'm saying? It's it's what made me. It's how I became who I am, good and bad. So I'm never going to diss my city. I'm now the people here, some of the people here in the city, yeah, fucked up. But I bet you some people would say the same thing about people in New York. All of them ain't right. And I seen that firsthand. So I'm never gonna I'm never gonna down Boston like that. Because this is my home. Did you hear it even what's his name say during during the the, the um the hell was that? During the marathon, he said, This is our fucking city. This is my fucking city. Big Poppy said that. He said, this is my fucking city. Because it was. It is. You know? We got landmarks here. We got all that shit here. People came from here. New Edition came from here. New Kids on the Block came from here. Matt Dillon came from here. Um, Dion Warwick came from here. Donna Summers came from here. I can go on. Errol Smith came from here. Boston, Boston is incredible. You know what I'm saying? And, pe- and people from New York know that. Some of them know that. They know we got the talent over here. It's just a matter of having the market for it. It's just a matter of having record label. But hell, we don't even need that shit no more. We can get, we can put our shit on the internet, make money off it. The teams, we got good teams over here. Baseball teams, basketball teams, football teams, 
Okay, we didn't win. We didn't. Okay, we didn't win this championship. Big deal. We win though. There is rivalry between New York and Boston when it comes to teams and all that. We know that. I remember Rock Kim came here. He was saying this is the first time a crowd ever booed me because he started saying crazy shit about Boston teams and some people were booing him. But it really wasn't like to that extent. You know, people respect Rock Kim. You know, people love Rock Kim as an artist. We love New York rappers, but I felt like, but see, back in the days, they were trying to act like they were better than everybody. And then L.A. came and kicked them in their ass. You know, even I heard um, Pimp C say that because some L.A. rappers were rapping better than some of the New York rappers. Let's face it. Then the South came in and they did some shit. We got fam- I got family from the South. I got family from the East Coast, West Coast, all the fuck over. So, like I said, there's better cities than New York. Better looking cities, I should say. L.A., if any place was going to be my second home, it would probably be L.A., LA's clean, it looks bad, you know, everybody has rough ass looking neighborhoods, you know, but LA, there's so much to see out there, so much more to see out there, because that's fucking Hollywood, you know, that's Hollywood and shit, but it ain't, everything ain't sunny over there, and palm trees over there either, the gang activity's crazy, there's, there's areas that look rough too, all these places are great places to visit but guess what there's nothing like home and a lot of people would agree with me on that you've been there for a while you're visiting but you're like you get homesick you're like I'm ready to fucking come back home that's real talk but for some people that you know you feel that that's your second home and you feel that you know you feel more love there or whatever they it is what it is, you know, but me, nah, I'm good, but New York is cool, a lot of these other places cool, Atlanta's, Atlanta's cool, LA's cool, um, Jersey's cool, Connecticut, some of these other places are cool, even place, even Jamaica, then at my first time out of the country, but I still wanted to come back home. I might enjoy myself. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy myself in New York. Any anytime I go, I try to enjoy myself. I've been there. I've been in New York so many times for different reasons. I didn't really get a chance to really look around at everything. I've been to. Of course, I've been to Times Square before. Of course, I've been through Jamaica, Queens, Brooklyn, and um, I haven't been to Staten Island. Have never been there. I do want to go there. I first, this is my first, that was my first time going to Coney Island. I heard about it. So, you know, I still want to go back. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying there's other places that are better than New York. If you're going out of the country and going to those beautiful islands, hell, they outshine Boston. You know what I'm saying? I, I just ain't stuck on New York like that. 
I don't see the fascination. I'm sorry. I'm just being real. I'm being real. I, I respect the artists that come from there. Like I said, everybody that came from there, but they they don't even live there like that. So if 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 Boston is, I mean, not Boston, but if New York is such this and that, why the fuck ain't people in New York like that. Why? Because they found better places to live, better living conditions to live. Ah, them there, those neighborhoods look rough. They look fucking rough, some of these neighborhoods. They look fucking abandoned. And I'm not saying that it doesn't look like that on certain parts of Boston. But damn, you know what I'm saying? We try to upgrade, we try to upgrade our shit. We try to upgrade some of our shit. And I'm and nah, this ain't no diss. So I don't I don't want nobody to think I'm dissing New York. Alright. We all need to upgrade on something. But I'm just saying. There's a lot of shit out there that I seen that I did not appreciate. I did not appreciate it. I'ma just be real with you. I'ma keep it real. I'ma keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? It's just Y'all might see that when y'all come over here, y'all might feel the same way about Boston. I, I ain't disrespecting y'all, so don't even, because I know how how shit can get start. People start taking shit the, the wrong way, but I'm just telling it like it is, man. Some fucked up shit over there. It could be a lot better. The homeless situation over there is fucked up. It's fucked up in Boston, Rhode Island. It's fucked up in wherever. You know what I'm saying? I've been around the. I've been around a lot of places. Right over here, Mass, Mass Ave, this shit is like fucking zombie land. You know what I'm saying? You got all these crackheads walking, roaming the fucking street. And you got homeless people out here. So everybody's mixed up with everybody. Everybody's looking for money. Everybody, you know, not everybody got money. Not everybody lives in the house. Not everybody is, you know, everybody is struggling in some formal way unless you're rich. But then you're struggling with some other issues. You know what I mean? So if you're not struggling with money, you're struggling with depression. You're struggling with trying to fit in or you're tra- something, you know. Nobody has a perfect life. I don't care who the fuck you are. We all can try. I, I said something to somebody a couple hours ago about how we put on the show on Facebook or Instagram to make it look like we're living this glamorous, look like we're living the best life in the world, but you don't see what's going on behind the scenes. It's funny I said that, right? Because it's almost like you're portraying something that you're not or doing a movie. And some people would say, oh, no, no, no. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're trying to set, you're trying to make it look like you're having the best time in your life. And you might be having a good time at the moment, but it's not as good as, it's not as fun as you're trying to really make it look. You can be having, no, 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 don't get me wrong. You could be having the best time in your life, but sometimes it's a front because you don't know the things that happen in between these you know, why you're taking these pictures. That's why I said scene. It's almost like you're filming a movie. It's like, okay, cut and cut and cut. 
because everything in like like I'm telling you the good things and the bad with going to New York. Now you'll see those pictures, you won't even know that because everything looks so good, right? I did have a good time, but I also seen a few things. I didn't get, you know, we didn't get, I'm, I'm, first of all, let me shout out to, again, to DeMarco and Jason, they are positive brothers, they're not about none of that, they're not, they, we, we weren't even going there, we're not going there to pick up girls, we weren't going there to do none of that, they weren't doing that, their mind is focused on one thing, like I said, not everybody is, not every man is focused on chasing the skirt all the time this was a male bonding time it was a time for us to talk to get to know each other to see what we're up to and all that and you know we were supposed to do the interview as I said but that didn't happen so our other plan was to you know take pictures at murals and you know just enjoy you know what's going on check out these landmarks, check out this, check out that, you know what I mean, do things that, you know, we normally wouldn't do, we do, you know, get out of Boston for a little bit, like I said, I hear that, but okay, I was there for, you know, a day, a night, and then left in the day, you know, um, I haven't been on a vacation since last year. But like I said, you may love the moment. You may appreciate the moment, but you will get homesick. Some people won't. Some people will like, I hate this place where I live. I hate where I live or whatever. Like, that's you. That's your, just, you know, that's how you feel. When it's time for me to get away, and I can have the money to get away, I will get away. If somebody comes to, especially if it's not just me, myself, but if somebody comes to me and say, look, we're going to go here. No problem. My My kids are teenagers now. They're getting older. Daddy needs to live life too. Daddy will take you on a vacation with him but daddy also needs time to itself. I don't have to answer to anybody, to anyone. I'll let my mother know I'm going out of town. Or if I'm involved with somebody, I'll let them know that. But guess what? You let the person know you go out of town. You have a good time. We're not doing anything crazy. We're not doing anything. This is male bonding, which black men really don't do enough of. Some of us do. Some of us don't. Or just males in general, where you have that time where you just, you know, that part of you needs to be there as a man. Because you lose a part of you when you get involved in relationships sometimes. Whether people want to see it that way or not, but that's really the way it is. And, you know, you got to have time for your friends. If you have friends, you know, you got to have time for them. You got to have time for the person you're with. You got to have, you know, 
you always got to have that time open, the time to spend with your kids, the time to do this, the time to do that family day, this day, that day, and then you should have that. And everybody should be respectful to that and understanding to that. Like, okay, you're going to bond with your male friends. You know, that should be a good thing. You don't want that person sitting around you all the time. You know, you don't want to get sick of each other. You want to be able to appreciate each other, you know. But in these two brothers' cases where they really never had to worry about that, they really didn't care about that. Does that make them weird? Does that make them this? No, it doesn't. You know, their focus is just on something different. It's not on women. It's not on men. So I can't, so you can't be like, well, they're gay. You can't say that. Or you can't, they can just, you know, maybe that just isn't on their mind. Maybe because they see what I went through or they seen what somebody else went through, even though that's our life. But maybe they say, you know what? I don't need no stress. I just want to be able to go and do what I, what I, what I want to do. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to do this. Maybe that's how they're looking at it. So, you know, I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed my time hanging with those brothers, you know, and, you know, we, we just, I'm just enjoying life, enjoying life, get taken, taking a vacation time away from everything I'm always working all the time always working all the time at one point I was working two two jobs I've been doing that for years but I'm many many years so I'm not it's not like I'm not used to working two jobs but it's just sometimes you need a break you do need a break sometimes you need to treat yourself every individual should do that Especially if you're work, if you're working hard, if you ain't working hard, what the hell? Well, why do you deserve? You know, and that's what's going on. Some people that don't deserve it are getting it. They've never worked a day in their fucking life, but they're getting all this money or they're getting all this. Why some of us out here killing ourselves and we're not getting half of that shit? So, yes, when I have the time. And to do these things, I will do it. But there is something coming up, coming up, the Al Sharpton thing coming up next month. And I'm definitely want to go there. I definitely want to go there. Um, good news to it. They expanded the digital editions of the Jackson studio albums. One is called The Triumph. I have that. One is called the Vic, uh, Victory, and I think I have 21, 2300 Jackson Street. I believe I have that. Um, but the Triumph album was one of my favorite albums by the Jacksons for so many reasons. Number one, that they wrote half those songs. That's what Shake Your Body On To The Ground, um, Things I Do For You, even the song... No, 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 no. <laughs> what the hell am I saying? That's the wrong one. Desti- that's destiny. No, triumph is can you feel it? Can you feel it? And um, 
that's what the things I do for you. I believe that songs come from come Heartbreak Hotel comes from there. I fucked that all up. Yeah, I I just corrected it. Yeah, I was thinking of I was thinking of the Destiny album that they put out, but this was after years after they put this out. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Was a big song from them. I love that music video. Um, all like all is almost like the world being reborn again, and the Jacksons, of course, have the special powers to bring the world together in harmony. That's that's was all that was their message, you know, to do that. Randy taking the lead on certain parts of that song. Michael do his part. You know, so it was a, it was a, it, that was a good song, and you know they had some, some other songs on there that were that were good. They, they, like I said, they began writing their own music after they left Motown. So, the victory one was there was so many things going on. I love the song Torture. That song was dope. Um. The body song with Marlon, that was dope. Michael was not on that album like that. They were going through some 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 a lot of changes. So he really he really didn't he really wasn't on there like that. It was more the rest of the Jacksons. Jermaine wasn't even on there like that. That was probably the only song that they did off the victory victory song was the victory album was torture and that was it the rest of the songs was written from the rest of the jacksons you know and um it was a good album we still i still loved it you know what i mean the same story with 2300 jackson street michael was only on one song on there but they had a but they had a song called Nothing Compares to You, which was a dope song. Dope song. Michael was not on there, but you got to hear the talent, obviously, of the other Jacksons. At least we at least we thought, my brothers and sisters thought, you know. Even I think my father thought as well. Because Randy was taking the lead, Jermaine was on there. Um Jackie and I think Tito and I think Marlon might have been on the original one but he was not on the videos like that but the 2300 Jackson Street was good to see Michael on the video um Janet was on the video Reby was on the video and this is when they was going through that battle with Latoya Jackson so she wasn't on that music video. She wasn't even a part of the Jackson project because of the drama of the of that asshole that she was um, married to, Gordon. Um, he was, I think, verbally abusive and physically abusive to her which he looked like a fucking pig anyways I don't even know why she was even with him she was too pretty to even be with somebody like him but she was vulnerable for a lot of reasons she was the one that they said um, 
had less talent from the Jacksons, which was not true. All of the Jacksons had talent. Michael obviously stood out more than the rest of them, but they all had talent. Jermaine was the lead singer before Michael even joined, you know, but... You know, and like I said, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan, but I'm all I was also a Jacksons fan. You know what I mean? When I say that, I mean for the whole family, because I like the music. I like to see them perform together. I like to see them do music together. But that Triumph album, I think out of the victory in 2300, the Triumph album was really good because it had all of every brother was on there except Jermaine I wanted before Michael passed or should I say before he was murdered I wanted them to do a full link Jackson album together it was good hearing them perform the oldies but I wanted to see what they were going to sound like and before Michael died I think that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to work with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and L.A. Reid. And they were trying to, and they said they would only do that if they can put Michael on it. Which pisses me off because it's almost like you're trying to say the rest of the Jacksons don't have the talent. Yes, they're not as talent. They're not going to be what Michael was. But they were all great. They were on the tour. They were on all these tours, doing all these shows. Yes, Michael was a phenomenon. He is the king of everything, not even just a pop. But his brothers were very talented as well. And I don't even think at the beginning he could have did it without them. And he knows that. He, he knew that. And they knew that he was very, very talented because he was like a sponge. He'd take everything in. He had James Brown's move down so much that James Brown would be amazed when he seen Michael dance. When he came on there that time that him and Prince did that show together and he came on there, Prince did some crazy shit. Knocked down whatever stand, knocked down some shit while he got up there. Michael performed did the James Brown dance and went into a moonwalk but anyways like, like I said I can't wait to get these these albums I'm still into albums I'm still into all that but now it's digitally digital editions of these studio albums so I definitely want to check that out and um yeah, I'm gonna wrap up. I'm about to wrap this up to close this up. Remember, as I always say, stay blessed, stay positive, y'all. And um, on that note, I want to say to your, to always, to your loved ones, to your family, to your friends, that let them know how you feel about them. Let them know you love them because life is too short. Tomorrow is never guaranteed to any man, woman, or child. So on that note, I want to say peace out. 
Monday, y'all. There's no sh- there's no show for, for today. I'm doing that show today. This is after midnight, and um, that's it. Everybody, stay blessed, man. I'm out till Monday. Peace. I just want y'all to know, America, America, I'm speaking to, America, I am speaking to, because the world got to witness this, do not fall for the okie doke, George Floyd did not die from no fucking drug overdose, he did not drive, die from the fucking drugs, he died because that man, if you want to call him a man, killed George Floyd in front of the world with no empathy, no sympathy at all whatsoever. So I want y'all to think about that. It's not George Floyd that's on trial. It's Derek Shelvin uh, Shelvin or whatever the hell his name is, it doesn't even matter. The point of the matter is, we cannot be fooled. We cannot let them try to manipulate. Do not let them try to manipulate you and try to justify any damn thing that George that George Floyd. Um, no, we're not going. We're not going for this this time. You did that shit with Trayvon Martin. You let this fucking Zimmerman fucking piece of shit get away with injustice. You're not going to do the same with this officer. We're not playing that shit. And they better get a good ass judge inside there. They better get out. You better not fuck around with the jewelry, jewelry system either. You better not get no whack ass attorney. You better go in there and state the facts. The facts of the matter is whether he died from the knee to his neck or not. It, which we know is a bunch of bullshit. He did not die from no fucking drugs. I don't give a fuck if he had drugs in his system or not. That's not what he fucking died for. You heard him. You seen him. We watched him die right there on fucking video on the camera fucking phone don't give us that bullshit that you tried to give us with Rodney King what you see is not what you see and those people all those officers got to quit it no we're not going for that bullshit anymore we're not going for that injustice but see this time we don't stand alone as black people we don't stand alone as black people the fucking world is watching that's everybody in the world. Doesn't matter what color you are. There's going to be a group of people that are going to try to justify why this cop did what he did. No, that's against the law to do what he did. What? I said it's against the law to do what he fucking did. Any man, woman, or child can see that no matter what color you are. You can see that. Do you see how people were 
rioting. You see how people were protesting after this man was killed. People that couldn't even speak English, but they knew how to say George. They knew how to say George Floyd. That could have been your brother, your son, your father, your nephew. Do not let these fucking people get away with the same shit. America, what? The world is watching. So it's not just this man that's on trial. You're on trial too, America. Step the shit the fuck up. Do not let this man walk away. This motherfucker needs to get life. Fuck 20 years. Fuck no, 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 no. He committed a crime. He committed murder. And all those officers that had their knee on this man's back while he had his knee on his neck, they all need to go down. I don't have no sympathy for none of those motherfuckers. None whatsoever. So America, you have a job to do. They said this this trial is going to take a month. Then let it take a month. And stop saying the George Floyd trial. This is a trial for that bastard, Derek, whatever the fuck his last name is. It doesn't even matter. He's a crooked-ass cop. He's a crooked-ass person that needs to go down. So when my... (laughs) When our daughter... (laughs) Because she's everybody's daughter, you know? When she said... My father changed the world. He did. He woke a lot of people up that were in denial that this type of shit can go on. But we've seen this shit broad daylight. And yes, I am crying. Yes, I am hurt. And I'm not ashamed to say that because we all should be hurt. We all should be feeling this man's pain that is no longer with us because this cop felt it necessary to take his life with no remorse at all because why? He has a whole system that will back him up. But you know what? We put all y'all motherfuckers in the office no matter what you do. You are supposed to serve and protect. Who the fuck are you protecting? Because you're damn sure are not protecting us. So it's time, America. It's time for us to step up. It's time for our ally. The, The victim can't fight by himself, by herself. I want to see if freedom really exists. I want to see if justice really exists. And all in this case right here, we're going to find all this out. Because if this man walks away and he gets a lighter sentence, you got yourself to blame. Never again in history should something like this ever 
happen again, but it continues to keep happening and it keeps continuing to be justified. And people, there's people that have gotten away with murder, murder. Even the man, the young man that was chased down while he was jogging, minding his fucking business. And these two good old boys decided they wanted to take him down. Who the fuck gave them the authority to do that? You know what? Who gave them the authority to do that? You, America. And the likes of this other guy that was in the White House that encouraged that type of behavior. That encouraged that type of behavior. That's why they think they can get away with shit. Because we've they've been getting away with shit for years. This is a different day. This is a different time. And we're not going for the bullshit. We're not going for the bullshit any fucking more. It's time, America. It's time to step the fuck up. Because everybody is losing hope. They're like, damn, we're not going to see freedom. Our kids are not going to see freedom. We're not going to see. Maybe the next generation will see it. How many times we got to keep saying that? How many fucking times do we got to keep saying that? Because every time we think things get better, damn it, they stay the same. A lot of us don't have hate in our blood. A lot of us have love for everybody. But you got these ignorant ass bastards that just want to hate people because of the color of their skin. Or who they serve. Or... And stop this fucking Asian crime too that you motherfuckers is doing. Because hate is hate. I don't give a damn. Hate is hate. So yes, we stand by our our Asian brothers and sisters. And I hope. I hope that y'all stand by us as well. Because us, as black people, we have been by everybody's side. And I'm not saying that white people haven't been there for us. Because yes, y'all have. Some of y'all have. Have died with us. Have marched with us. Our brown brothers and sisters have stood by us, marched by us. Our Indian brothers have stood by us, marched by us. So I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but it just needs to be more. Because when we let them know that we are not going to stand for this, thank God that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is in the office. So you will see change develop. But it's not enough. It's not enough for it to just be them. It's time for the Democrat Party, the Republican Party, to step the shit the fuck up. Change these fucking laws. There are people that are out there doing that. Tamika Mallory, my son, and a whole bunch of other organizations and a lot of other people 
that are going out there really making changes. It's more than just a protest. We are marching into those house, houses and demanding that they change these laws and they change the narrative of what is going on in this fucking country. It's been going on forever. It's time to make a change. It's time to make a change. It's time, America. It's time. The time is now. The time is now. <laughs> I like to send my prayers and my condolences out to the uh, George Floyd's family. And um, I'm going to let you know that since the beginning, I stand by your side. I stand by your side. To Breonna Taylor's family, I stand by your side. To all the people that we lost, to this crooked-ass system, to these crooked-ass cops, and these judges should be ashamed of their damn self. These juries should be ashamed of their self. Put yourself in these people's shoes. Get out of that hatred. Get out of that ignorance. I don't understand how a bunch of people can be so fucking ignorant and have no, no remorse for another person's life. I don't give a damn what color you are. If I see anybody being mistreated, I'm going to have a problem with that. I don't care if it's a little white boy, little Asian boy. Whatever color you are, it's going to affect me because I'm a human being. I'm somebody that cares. I woke up this way. I woke up this way because I'm just tired of seeing things happen and nobody well I shouldn't say nobody but the people that's in power in position to make a change are not doing their job because they're so used to things being the way they are so they're allowing these things to happen and time and time again we see these policemen get away with murder now the ones that are doing their job I don't have a problem with but it just needs to be more y'all stepping up and I know y'all in fear that if you do the right thing that your job's gonna be in jeopardy no it's not because guess what we will stand by y'all we just want y'all to do y'all job. If you see somebody doing something wrong, say something about it. I don't want to hear no excuses. People give y'all excuses. I know people that give y'all excuses. Oh, they're new on the force. Yeah, but you're not new to life. 
You know when something's not right. You've seen it before you even became a police officer. So what makes it any different now? What makes it any different now? Can you tell me? Can you really fucking tell me what makes the difference? This is the Del C show. Make no mistakes about this. These are things that I must speak on. These are things that I must speak on. What everybody else wants to speak on other bullshit and want to tell, you know, say if it's not this, then stay silent and all this bullshit. No, what I speak is the truth. What I speak is the truth, and I'm I'm not trying to step on or offend you. I got love for you, but guess what? Don't don't try to fucking knock my shelf. I stand alone. I get it. I stand alone. I stand alone when it comes to this stuff. Shout out to DeMarco, who's always been, who's been very supportive of me. Shout out to Detroit, what's up, who's been very supportive of me. And anybody else that tunes into this show, who tunes into this show, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you so much. You don't even realize what this means to me to have people listen all across the world. I live in Boston, yes, but to have people from other cities, countries that actually take the time to listen to what I'm saying. Yes, I play music on here. That's great. That's wonderful. That's part of what I do. But this right here, informing people and giving my thoughts and my passion on how I feel about things like this, you can't ignore. You cannot ignore stuff like this. And I'm sorry to get so emotional. But then again, I'm not so sorry to get emotional because I'm showing you that I'm just like you. George Floyd was one of us. He wasn't perfect. Who the hell is perfect? But see, they want to use that to justify the same bullshit like I told you that they did with Trayvon Martin. They want to justify their behavior. See, we did this because, listen... What you did to that man has nothing to do with who he was, and he was not a bad person. He had good he had good and bad times just like everybody else. So don't sit there and try to make him out to be a monster because we ain't going for that bullshit. You tried that shit with Trayvon Martin and nobody, only people that was going for that is these ignorant ass people. And then I'm hearing that they were forced to say that Zimmerman was innocent when we knew damn well to stand your ground law get the fuck out of here there definitely should be a retrial that motherfucker should not be and and then you seen what he's done you seen how he made fun of Zimmerman um, of not Zimmerman I'm sorry of um Trayvon Martin you're selling Skittles you're st- selling all this you're you're making a you're making money off of his family's misery and you're laughing in his face if i man 
Like I said, this this shit needs to change. And he and the thing is, he wasn't even a fucking officer. They told him to stay in his car. He chased this kid down and he killed him. And somehow his fat, nasty ass got to walk. He's in hiding though. He's a fucking coward. He's a coward. He made some fucking comments about what he was going to do to Jay-Z and thought that shit was funny. Motherfucker, you should be shutting your fucking mouth up. That's what you should be doing. You should be glad that you even walking because if somebody found your ass and you they kidnapped your ass or whatever they did to you, you know, you, you know <laughs> motherfucker, he, that motherfucker's in hiding. He got people behind him. The clan is behind him, is backing him up. They don't give a fuck about you. You're not even... He, the thing is, he's not even white. He's Puerto Rican. Self-hate is a motherfucker. They got you to hate you. You know what I mean? That's why they so... You know, they can use you. They can use you. Even you uh, you sell-out-ass motherfuckers, too. They can use y'all, too. I'm talking about black people. I'm talking about y'all. You sell-out-ass motherfuckers don't even know who the fuck you are. They see they they love to use y'all motherfuckers. The ones that that don't have identity crisis and and they lost and they trying so hard to fit in with everybody else. What gave what gave Zimmerman the right to even chase to even chase him down? This backwards ass law gave him the right to do that even though they told him not to fucking do it. He did it any motherfucking way. But he still got to be a free man. America, I'm telling you, you got to stand up and do better. You got to fucking do better. You got to do this shit right. You got to do this shit right. You fucking hear me? America, you got to do this shit right. Put this motherfucker in jail. This Derek motherfucker. Put his ass in jail and throw away the fucking key because there's no way that he should be back on the police force that he should even be on the street he committed a murder he murdered that man he murdered George Floyd so no way should he be on the street and you know it and you fucking know it some of y'all so fucking ignorant can't even look past that. You think the law is so great that they he did with his job. He wasn't complying. I heard this ignorant ass motherfucker at my job say that. And this this is the same motherfucker that had a nerve to say you sound racist. Did, did you listen to yourself lately? You pompous ass fucking privileged ass motherfucker. You don't know shit about us. You don't know a motherfucking thing about us. I know you are fucking racist. I know for a fact you are. And if you ain't a racist, you sure you sure it is ignorant like one. It's not what you say, it's how you say it sometimes, motherfuckers. But like I'm saying, yes, I got a little emotional while I was talking because guess what? I'm a human being. I have respect for human life. I'm not like these motherfuckers. I'm not a heartless bastard. But I will speak my fucking mind and speak my truth. That's it. I don't got no more to say. I just needed to say what I needed to say and get it out. 
because this shit is pissing me off. I just hate how they try to switch shit around and try to make it make excuses and make it all of a sudden now they try to make Derek this guy be the fucking victim and they try to make what's this but who's who's alive and who's dead it wasn't no self-defense shit the whole thing is on fucking is recorded motherfucker you can't you cannot get out of this you can't weasel your way out of this America you cannot weasel yourself out of this um, police department the biggest gang in fucking America the world was watching motherfuckers what y'all what don't y'all understand are y'all in denial you live in a false world you cannot do shit all the time and think you're gonna get away with it especially now that's why your ass is scared you're scared you're losing your power you're scared that we're gonna do what you do, did to us but we're not those kind of people just leave us the fuck alone how about that Leave us the fuck alone and let us live our life. You've been doing this shit to us for 4,000 fucking years, motherfucker. Sorry, 400 fucking years. Well, shit, I can probably say that too. 400 plus motherfucking years. It's time that you leave us the fuck alone. We're here to stay. You brought us here. Okay, you brought us here to be slaves and that didn't work out for you. So you want it. You're trying to make sure that we're all dead, but we don't die. We multiply. And now we're mixing with your families like we've been doing. And you can't stand it because there is no such thing as a pure race. Let me address that. We are all mixed with something or some, you know, or more in some cases. We are God's children, right? So it doesn't matter what color we are. We're all human beings. It's time that we start treating each other as human beings. That's it. I don't got no more to say. I said enough. What's up, what's up, everybody? <laughs> You're tuned back into the Dell C show. Um, I hope everybody had a great Easter. I, on the other hand, um, I had to cut my Easter short. Um, because, of course, like I said, I had to go to work. Um, but I did go to church. And, um, you know, do what I always do. Um, but I heard a different word, um, yesterday. But but I don't want to, uh, get off the show without talking about this. Um, April 4th marks the anniversary of Dr. King's assassination. 53 years ago. 53 years ago. And we still got some of the shit that we have still going on. Unfortunately, still have police brutality, 
discrimination, um, segregation in, in some cities and states right here in America where everything is supposed to be better. Um, 53 years since his assassination. What would Martin Luther King say today if he seen some of the things that went on today in the world? What would he say? Would he be pleased? Would he be happy? Would he say his dream was fulfilled? Did he, would he say he sack all that he sacrificed for? Um, he wouldn't say for nothing because because of him and other civil rights leaders, things have changed. But the more they change, the more they stay the same. So we're still fighting some of the same battles that we fought back then, 53 years ago. In 19, you know, obviously 1968, when King was assassinated, April 4th, 1968, by the way. So what has changed and what has not? I would say a lot has not changed. But I would say some things have. A lot more people are standing up. This this young generation here is stronger um, because of social media, where the world gets to see everything that's going on. But check this out. I know some, you know, some of y'all say, oh, yeah, yeah, he's going to continue doing his seven days. No, I'm not doing my seven days. This is the plan. I, I finally got it all mapped out, all set. Monday, as I always do, it will be Monday, uh, 4.30 p.m. That's when the show will start. I can't tell you when it's going to end. I'll figure all that out. Tuesday, uh, 4.30. Wednesday, 4.30. Then it's Friday, 5 o'clock. And maybe possibly some Saturdays the show will go on. But come this come June to August, the show will only be coming on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So those will be the days that you will hear the Del C show. But as of now, you have the four days that the Del C show will be on and possibly it's Saturday you know when I do my midnight specials you know when I do my after midnight specials um, but I want to really you know focus on other things not that this takes up time but you know A lot does go into this. 
doing this show, believe if y'all believe this or not. But it actually does. So let me talk about the Earth, Wind, and Fire in Isley Brothers versus. Still did not see the whole thing yet, but I seen them do all the hits. Um, growing up, obviously, we listened to the Isley Brothers. But the one that I remember so much is the one that Biggie. I heard that song so much that I should have been doing that, using that sample to In Between the Sheets by the Isley Brothers because my aunt would play that song repeatedly. I think it was an eight track. I don't think it was a disc. I don't think it was a cassette. I could be wrong, but it played in her uh, Cougar, I think it was a Cougar car vehicle. It played and played and played. So the Isley Brothers, yes, I'm familiar with them. Also, the Earth, Wind, and Fire, which uh, my mother and father had. Um, I remember shiny, st- shining star, shining star for you to see what your life can truly be. Shining star for you to. I love the harmony, and at the end of it, how they were singing a cappella. At the end of it, um, this is way before Let's Groove Tonight. So then there was um, reasons. Reasons, a reason in that we're here. I right, that that hit that note that um uh, I can't think of his name. Bailey, I know was his last name. Um, but he did it. He ended up doing a song with um Phil Collins, um Easy Lover. She's an easy lover. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember that. She's like no other, and I'm just trying to make you see. She's the one that gonna hold her. Doom, doom, doom. Better than older. You better forget it. Oh, it's too early, too early. But, um, yeah. Then they had, uh, what was that, the December song? Um, the song that everybody plays. Um, at cookouts, you know, you know, I'm talking about Earth, Wind, and Fire, and of course, Let's Groove Tonight. Um, Hearts of Fire. Damn, they have so many hits. And then you think of the eyes. It's your thing. Um, who's that lady? Um. Damn, they, I mean, Isley Brothers got hits as well, you know, and um, cool thing is Steve Harvey was sitting down talking about uh, reminiscing about the days um, that he used to go to the shows and dress like, dress up and sneak seats, you know, when me and me, you know, my family did that, we, you know, we'd be on the, on the balcony and we end up down the seats because people would get up and leave and we take their spot yeah that 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 you know 
that is very familiar. But then he also talked about when Ron Isley came on the Steve Harvey show. Um, I remember this episode so good. He, he called himself Pretty Tony, and the rest of the group was called the High Tops. And uh, yeah, it was it was a good sh- it was a good show. Good for this. This versus was another classic. So shout out to Timberland and Swiss Beats for making another one happen, and everybody else behind the scene. Um, that's responsible for this as well. I don't want to leave them out, but yeah, it was, um, I'm still going to continue to watch the rest of it. Um, but Earth, Wind, and Fire in the Isley Brothers is definitely, you know, can't get no better than that when it comes to R&B music and funk and all that and just, you know, so, shout out to them for going on there. Shout out to Steve Harvey for hosting the show. And, um, yeah, it was good. I, I'm going to finish checking the rest of it out. And um, But so far, so good. Because they did the classics. They did, you know, the songs that we know. He even did his, um, Ron Isley even did his Mr. Big songs. You know, um, his raw, his his uh Ron Isley songs if you want to say but it still features his brother the Isley brothers so um yeah again congratulations to them um I'm not gonna be with you too long because I already know that it's a lot and um like I said um when I did that thing, a uh, show on George Floyd. Nothing was written down. Everything was from the heart. And boy, I was feeling it. So without further ado, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't want to fall asleep. But anyways, uh... Hmm. Let me get into the Rock the Bells. It's time to vote LL into the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I agree with that. He paid his dues. He's a he's a successful actor as well as a successful hip hop artist. So CSI, he's doing his thing. Um, Cameron reveals he scrapped the Jay-Z verse from a song for payback. Then I um, check your local listeners for this. Behind Every Man, that's the name of the show, um, on the Oprah Winfrey Network. um, Stevie J waited for faith. This is what he said. Because... um, you know, Stevie J is was a successful writer producer in the in the nineties. He worked with um, Mariah Carey, Jodeci, uh, of course, Faith, 
course Piggy and the list goes on and on um he knew the situation that he was he had a you know he had a crush on obviously Faith but she was still technically married to Biggie so he talked about how he waited My apologies, y'all. Um, I'm looking for some stuff now, but in the process, I'm falling asleep. So, U.S. Capitol is on lockdown after Capitol Hill police officers injured in, was injured outside the building. Um, I just want to say this. Why was this situation treated differently? They found who it was who did the shooting and they killed them. It happened to be a black man. And um, I'm not on this black and white stuff. I, I just call it like it is when it is funny. Now, we've seen what all these damn people did at the Capitol Hill. We've seen all of this, right? We've seen it all happen. We've seen it all unfold most of it that they wanted us to see right did you not see them chasing police officers down the Capitol Hill police officers down did you not hear of them some getting killed did you not hear about that did you not see how they tore in broke into the building and you didn't hear situations like this but they shoot to kill him. They shoot to kill him, but they didn't put their hands at all on them. So, that needs to be addressed. Needs to be addressed. And things need to be a hell of a lot fair. But see, that's getting into what I told, what I was saying due to the Martin Luther King situation, but not just that, just life in general. Just life in general, the way we are treated versus how other people are treated. So they still find a way to discriminate and be unfair with the justice that just applies to just us like I always say now for those of you that don't know Big Pun has a street named after him it's called the Big Pun Plaza um Cuban Link was there. Um, 
it wasn't made publicly as Cuban League said like it should have been um Big Pun's uh, family was there and um and Cuban League spoke on on um Fat Joe saying that Fat Joe did not contribute in any of this if you have so much love for this man why did you not contribute to um this man like you should have considering as Cuban Link brought up which he brings up a good point why didn't you you love him so much that's your boy so this is what we call fake love big pun has been gone for 20 years his question is to fat joe is what have you done what have you done for big pun What have you done for his kids? What have you done for his wife? Absolutely nothing. You and his wife got into it and you called her out of her name. But that's supposed to be your boy. That's supposed to be your boy. You knew how he felt about her. Although he was violent with her and, you know, but he did love her. But he was violent. We can't, we cannot leave that part out. But the main point is what I'm trying to say is Cuban Link brought up good points about Fat Joe. One of the comments he made is his response was Fat Joe said he sends his prayers. And Cuban Link said, look, we know you don't like you don't like me. I don't like you, but out of respect, basically, and I agree. You should come and show your love to Big Pun since you claim that you love him. But because you don't get along with his wife, you didn't, you, you in, you in, you know, this has been going on for a very long time. They had issues and disputes with each other, Cuban Link and Fat Joe. I feel like this. Every time that the leader of the crew leaves, they die or whatever, everything falls apart. If you you really think about what I'm saying, I'm saying like when the head person dies or whatever. And it's so true. But it's like, instead of sending your prayers, why don't you come? And see him. So what I what basically is that I'm trying to say. What Cuban Link was saying, he felt that Fat Joe should have stepped it up 
why um, why didn't he do anything for Pun? He did nothing for the family. said you really you know he's just saying it was fake love he was saying fat joe was full of shit he said he supposedly had so much love for pun This is the thing right here. Okay. He claimed that he bought Cuban Link a house. Cuban Link said that was lies. He said, I don't hate you. I I just, uh, he said he was just hurt. You know, when people's hurt, they say things. He said he just wants uh, Fat Joe to tell the right story. Um, For those of you I'm going to say this. Those of you that watched that little um, X Nas's music video, I don't know. Like, I don't know what this kid is doing. Like, you want to be gay. You want to come out. You want to be gay. That's your prerogative. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. You want everybody to know that? Fine. That is your totally your prerogative. But to come out and be disrespectful with um, because it was biblical, he goes to, you know goes to one place and goes to another. He goes to heaven, he goes to hell, he gets sent to hell. He um, he seduces. Uh, Satan by coming down a pole almost like a stripper pole he gets on top of Satan rips his head off takes the crown takes the horns I mean but then the Adam and first the Adam and Eve scene when you know the so called serpent the snake or whatever comes down and you know but it's all him. It's all him or whatever, and he gets, I guess, bitten. But you know, it's just, just, it's just crazy. I think the scene where the scene that disturbed me the most is when he started to do that. When he started to seduce seduce Satan and I mean they're using all the biblical terms and Adam and Eve and I don't know I think it was just a little bit too much if you see the video then you'll know what I'm talking about well (laughs) 
at least some laughing because it's been a hell of a week. It's been a great, it's been a, I'll say it's been a great weekend, but um, I had that moment with the George Floyd thing and um, I just feel that it's time for everybody to just look at what's right and what's wrong. Like you got this, this Asian crime going on, this Asian hate crime going on. It's like, who's next? You know, who are they going to attack next? They're not, you know, the Asians did not bring the virus here. Yes, men brought the, the virus here, but it was not Asian men. It's not Asian men and women. And even if it was, it's not those Asian men and women. Imagine you judge everybody. Now, they have been attacked by black, white. It's not cool. It's not good. It's not cool. Any hate, doesn't matter who you are, I have a problem with you. If you're going around attacking people, they beat up an older, older lady. She did absolutely nothing. They beat her up for no apparent reason. No reason. You don't have a reason to, to do that. But this whole, I'm going to beat you down because you're an Asian. So it all has to stop. That's all I'm saying. I am going to take a shower and I'm going to go to bed because I could tell that I'm tired. I just wanted to speak to y'all. As always, I want you to stay blessed, stay positive, and remember to always let your loved one know you love them because tomorrow is not promised to any man, woman, or child. And on that note, I'm out. And uh, as I said, have a blessed one, y'all. Tomorrow, a whole brand new show. Take care, y'all. Till tomorrow. This is the Del C Show, and I'm your host, Del C. I'm out. One.
I was in denial. 